0: Welcome to Spirit Pig. This is the show that explores how to live a fulfilled life. I'm Duncan CJ and today I'm talking to Sue Stone. In 1999, Sue's life hit rock bottom. She was desperately unhappy, her marriage had broken down and she had over a quarter of a million pounds worth of debt and faced the repossession of her home. She had three young children to bring up all alone with no income, no idea where her next penny would come from, and just £10 left in her purse. However, Sue was not going to accept that this was her life, and so she started researching all about the power of our thoughts and about the the subconscious mind, and she learned the fundamental principle that we get more of what we focus on. Uh, And then she basically then made it her mission work just to work on herself, to reprogram her thinking, and since then her life has just completely transformed. She is... An extremely, extremely successful businesswoman. She's recently appeared on Channel 4's popular TV series, The Secret Millionaire. She's the author of the book, Love Life, Live Life, and the founder of the Sue Stone Foundation. She's a happiness coach and empowerment coach, and she dedicates her entire life to helping others. And last but not least, she's recognised as the UK's happiest and most positive person. (laughs) Thanks for being here, Sue. How does it feel to be the UK's happiest person?
1: (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I've been labelled that. Happiest and most positive person. So.
0: <laughs> hey. It's a good title. It's a great title. Could you maybe just describe, um, I gave a little bit of an introduction there, but could you maybe just describe, like, what was it like? You had, like you I just mentioned, you had three young children, all who just depended on you to look after them. And you had that moment when you, like, that your, your cards are maxed out, that you couldn't get any more borrowing. You had £10 left in your purse, like... What what was going through your mind there? That I mean, must have been a terrifying time.
1: It was. And it's funny. You always say the most distressing or negative experiences, and the most positive ones are the ones you remember. And I can literally remember what I was wearing, where I was when I suddenly realized, you know, I was maxed out on every single bank account I had and all the overdrafts and the credit cards and people chasing for money and in arrears, in just about every direction. And it was the most terrifying situation. And I can remember turning to my handbag and thinking, my God, have I got any money? Can I get my hands on any money? And I realized I had 10 pounds left in my purse. And it was like so stressful that I can remember thinking, how on earth has my life come to this? But it was a matter of thinking, right, what do I do with this 10 quid? I have got to feed my children. I've got to get them to school. So I put five pounds of petrol um, in my car. I I spent a few pounds on uh, sausages and potatoes for the kids' tea. And I remember thinking, I've got to have a bottle of wine for me. I've got to numb the pain of what I'm going through. And I just bought a cheap bottle of wine. So, yeah, it it really was almost a surreal situation. And, And unfortunately at the time, I didn't realize that I could have claims and benefits so I didn't even have that in my coming in knowing so about that reassurance so it really was the most awful terrifying time of my life and I'd actually forgotten what it felt like to be happy so no not good
0: not good and you, you jump straight in with like you, where, where did the, the idea come from to what just start do you go to the library or you started reading these books was this a recommendation or what, what, what was the transition
1: well, that's interesting because all I remember now, you know, when you're really stressed, you maybe remember it or sometimes you choose to block things out. Yeah. But one fundamental thing I remember is thinking, Oh my God, if I don't do something, no one else is going to do it for me. My ex-husband, bless him, we're friends now and have been for quite a long time, but He had just buried his head and disappeared off. My beautiful dad had passed away. Now I'm sure he would have helped me. So my mum had MS and used to multiple sclerosis and would have worried about me anyway. So there really was nowhere else to turn. And I was trying to keep things going. And I was quite embarrassed about how bad my life had got. But as I say, there was one fundamental thing I thought was down to me now. And so I did start reading and searching, and something drove me to go to the local bookshop. But obviously the next day I had to come clean to a few people. I had to speak to my mum and just code it down a bit, and she lent me a bit of money and friends. So I managed to get, you know, like even a £100. felt like a fortune to me in those days. But I knew at some level I had to take responsibility for myself and turn my life around. So I just went looking for books that said, how to change your life, how to transform your life. And and that's when I started reading and researching. And yeah, library, people gave me books, I chatted to people. But it was interesting because whichever book I read, whether it was the hyped up American, Tony Robbins, Brian Tracy, Bob Proctor, that type, or the less less hype but the more spiritual books it didn't matter whichever book i read the message was always the same and that is there was a much bigger picture going on to life and the power of our thoughts the power of our feelings the whole universe the energy and it was just an amazing journey of discovery which of course continues to be
0: And one of those quotes which jumped out is that we get more of what we focus on. Could you maybe just elaborate exactly what that means? What, what, you know, yeah.
1: Well, at every level, whatever we choose to believe, I mean, there's obviously the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. So for me, I needed to understand why and how this stuff works because a lot of people say it's really important to be positive. You've got to be positive, but... My more logical thinking mind, my background was much more accountancy and law. So for me to venture into this kind of new world of open-minded thinking was quite different. And uh, so I started really looking into why and how this stuff works. And of course, you know, we talk about the conscious mind. and Whatever goes round around in the conscious mind, it sends an instruction to the subconscious mind, which of course is that mind with all the power, the mind that knows who we are when we wake up in the morning. And so whatever thoughts go over in our conscious mind sends that instruction to the subconscious mind, which proceeds to manifest that as our reality. So if we keep thinking, my life is bad, nothing's going to work, blah, 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 of course, that's exactly what plays out in our reality. Um Also, obviously, I learned about the universe. I mean, I'm saying this really quickly, Duncan. Yeah, yeah I, I know, absolutely. You know, yeah. I could talk
0: forever. I know. I, <laughs> <one> <laughs> For hours and hours. <laughs>
1: But uh, yeah, exactly. Anyone that wants to listen to me. <laughs> but, um, so we got the conscious, subconscious mind. Then, of course, I started learning about the universe and, um, energy and the universal laws, laws of nature. And of course, this is actually ancient wisdom, uh, that's been around since the beginning of time, but in recent times being called the law of attraction. But obviously, what we think about and what we focus on and our predominant thoughts and feelings is, is what the attraction
0: to our life,
1: mm. and of course, this isn't airy fairy New Age that, stuff. Like right?
0: that's Some, what, that's what I was think. just about to say. That's what I was about to say. Because the second, um, the second you start using words like law of attraction, and energy, like you see, I mean, I, I remember like six or seven years ago when I read The Secret or something, and then I started talking to a couple of friends, and you suddenly see their eyes gloss over. But actually, studies like recent scientific studies in like quantum physics and stuff like that, like these that there's actually sort of the scientific and the molecular studies backing up like the actual stuff isn't there
1: absolutely and i love that is finally we have the science we have physics quantum physics that is backing up all the ancient wisdom Mm. that has been spoken about since the beginning of time but of course what is this isn't airy fairy stuff the science behind it is that course we are all energy but the two things that are, that are in vibrational resonance with each other are drawn together so hence the reason like attracts like yeah. you know, birds of a feather flock together and um, what I love about this stuff Duncan is that everybody is always right it's whatever we think about whatever we focus on and whatever we believe is what we manifest so negative thinkers are always right because they go I knew it wouldn't work and positive thinkers were always right because they go, I knew I'd find a way. I knew I'd find a solution. So there's, all this stuff comes together very nicely, but moving on from that and going back to your statement, we get more of what we focus on. Not everybody gets the energy thing, but obviously we also have in our brain something called the reticular activating system, which is a bit like having our own Google. Now, just about everybody knows Google, the search engine, and we know if we keyed into Google, um, failure, misery, loneliness, for example, we know Google brings to us instantaneously million bytes of information to do with, you know, poverty, loneliness, and failure. But if we keyed into Google, uh, success, happiness new opportunities, solutions. Google also brings to us everything related to that. Yeah. And, of course, that's what we've got in our brain, the same thing. So if we keep focusing on failure, poverty, nothing ever works for me, unfortunately that's literally all our brain can pick up. It's what it filters out. And as and so a lovely way of uh, explaining this. If I said to everybody, as I do, if you look round the room, and count how many things that you can see that are red. So everyone goes around the room and counts how many things they can see that are red. But if you then said, to them, right, shut your eyes and tell me, how many things did you see that were green? And people shut their eyes and they go, oh, um, well, I saw 12 red things, but um, I don't know, maybe a couple of green things. And I think... I said, right, your focus was so on the red that your brain literally filtered out the red things. The green is all out there, i.e. the solutions were all out there, but your brain literally cannot see them. So you just don't notice them. So once again, I say to people, look, stop looking at the red, stop looking at the things that are working, the closed doors, and start to notice and focus on finding the green. Does that make yeah, sense?
0: No, no, absolutely, because I think I, I heard an a- analogy which you used, which was kind of similar, not similar, but that. It was, um, it was talking about your analogy with the, um, the radio frequency um, and the idea that, um, I mean, not exactly the RAS, but um, how if you turn on the radio... You don't assume if you go to whatever ninety eight point eight, you know, you know that's going to be radio one. You don't assume it's going to be something else. And so the same idea, the same idea is when the, the thoughts we put out there, you know, is, is that kind of right? Yeah,
1: I mean, you we tune in exactly to the frequency we want to listen to, mm. and we know if we're slightly off the frequency, it's a bit muffled and we don't kind of hear it properly. It's exactly the same with us. It's all about aligning our frequency i.e. our vibration, and the indicator of the vibration we're on is the way we're feeling. Yeah. So we all know that radio vibrational frequencies match. It's the law. We, we don't necessarily understand how and why it works, but we know and trust that. We don't, as you say, expect to hear music from a completely different other station. Likewise, whatever frequency and vibration we're on in this moment is really what we're tuning into and what we'll hear, what we'll feel. So it is all about alignment of our vibration Um, and as I say, the indicator of the vibration you're on is the way you're feeling. So If you're feeling poor, if you're feeling like everything is missing in your life, you're feeling like everything's lacking and negative, of course you're on a very negative vibration and unfortunately all we tend to do is draw to us unconsciously more things of what we don't want. So it is a matter of Feeling good now, feeling rich now, choosing to think about all the things that are right in our life. Focus on the things we've got to be grateful for and training yourself to do that. And that's literally, Duncan, all I did was when I learned how powerful this stuff was, I thought, you know what, Sue Stone, you've got to work on yourself. And I knew that was the key and um, and I did, I, I made it my mission to work on myself, retrain my thinking, and I deliberately trained myself to focus on all the things that were right in my life. I couldn't imagine myself super wealthy when I was so desperate, that was so far from my reality, yeah. but what they did do, rather than go into that fear, which was an automatic response, and which was more natural for me at the time, but I used to stop myself and think, no, my thoughts create my future. That was a really good phrase, it helped me a lot. And I would stop myself and go, that's not the future I want. And I would literally think like, in this moment, all this world, I have a roof over my head, I've got my health, I've got my three children. And I would just come back to the basics and go out in nature and, and stop, you know, escalating out of control in my thoughts, my fears of what might or might not happen.
0: So you bring it back to the gratitude. That's, gratitude has come up so many times in these interviews. I mean, it's crazy. Like Gratitude and just being present in the moment are probably my, like, the two things so far, which have just come up again and again. And it's so interesting because we've talked to such a huge range of people from sort of explorers to doctors of psychology to personal development coaches to athletes and all from different walks of life, different experiences, different cultures. But those two things have come up so often: gratitude and present being present at the moment, and just being thankful just for those tiny little things you know you've got a roof over your head, um, you know you've you know you, you can breathe you've got working lungs, you know you can turn on the tap and hot water comes out these little things and it's yeah it's really interesting hearing you say it again like that
1: totally it's the case, and I have to say, Duncan, once I got con- understanding of this whole thing, the conscious mind, the mind power, the universal power the the really awakening to who and what we really are, that we all have this unlimited potential within us. And, and that is the key. And it's only we and our beliefs about ourselves and our attitude to life that holds us back. But the probably one of the other biggest breakthroughs was learning to live in the now. You know, in the now. I mean, this moment right now is all we have got. Yeah. What happened half an hour ago, two hours ago, five hours ago, three weeks ago is, of course, now just an illusion in our thoughts of our perception of how that was. And likewise, what might happen tomorrow, tonight, in five years' time is once again just an illusion in our thoughts. And if we miss this moment, I always remember listening to Eckhart Tolle when he came to London years ago and he said, if you miss the now, you miss everything and that stuck with me so much and you know we can get so caught into he did this she did this right. going over and over and over in our past and of course all we're doing is winding ourselves up and what people don't realize and of course I was marvelous at doing it all badly very well don't get me wrong you know my former life I was an expert in doing it wrong but you know, we wind ourselves up and people don't realize all you're doing is disempowering yourself in this mm-hmm. moment and so to be very present in the now and, and, but it takes a bit of practice. You know, it does take practice, but it's well worth, as I say to everybody, the greatest investment in make makers to work for themselves and yeah. to be for themselves.
0: Actually, I, I totally, totally, totally agree. I love, I love that you brought up, I love that you brought up echo totally in that book. Like I've, I, I sound like a broken record recently. I've been like shouting it from the rooftops. Cause I mean, it's, it's yeah, exactly. Just what you said. It's, it's just, we tell ourselves these stories and we, you know, we're in the past, we're in the future, just bring it back to the now. Right now, life is good, you know.
1: Takes a bit of practice, but, you know, of course, what people forget is the way you feel in every moment is what you're creating for your future. Yeah. And sometimes I do lots of talks all, all around the place. But I said, there's one thing you take away from this is to just say that, Write this down. The way you feel in every moment is what you're creating. And, of course, a lot of people do their positive thinking in the morning, their goal setting. They might meditate in the morning and still their mind and all that sort of stuff in the moment in the morning. But can you then get caught up in the drama of the day and go back to their old way of thinking all day and then um, wonder why their life isn't changing because it's such a – mixed it literally has to be a moment by moment awareness of what you're thinking what you're feeling what you're saying what you're treating other people what we're giving out we get back and and of course if we want to be good at anything we've got to practice and train yeah. so it's well worth as i say putting putting in the time
0: that's amazing and this i got. I mean, there's there's so many things which I'd just love to talk and cover. But I mean, because yeah, in like, like like you just said, I, I could talk about that last topic for like hours and hours and hours. But one, um, I'll st- take a slight detour. Like there was there was a phrase which um, I heard for the very first time this morning. I haven't actually heard it before. But it was um, I was watching one of your YouTube videos, and it's um, EFT or Emotional Freedom Technique. Could you maybe just describe like to the listeners what is EFT? Yeah exactly what it, what is it basically and how can it benefit people because I know well, I know it helped you didn't
1: it it helped me enormously so much so i believe in it so much that i set up the Stone EFT association and um gary craig being the creator i met in california last year um emotional freedom technique does exactly what it says it frees you from negative emotion and it's they call it acupuncture without the needles and Fundamentally, any distressing memory we've got, it's a disruption in the body's energy system, and they go along the lines of the meridians and things. And when we tap on different points, which, you know, if acupuncturists would use needles, we send it. Um, what we're doing is um, clearing the blockage within the body's energy system. And what they've also proven scientifically now as well is that, um, with obviously CAT scans and MRI scans, is that when we tap, on these different points, it sends a calming signal to the amygdala, which is that fight-or-flight stress detection mechanism in our brain. And I only share things that have been so powerful for me. And it was years ago when I was really angry and upset and about this relationship I had. And, of course, it was all his fault. You know, that's how I was in those days. And I went to see this lovely lady, Diane a. B. Edwards, and she started taking me through this tapping process and she said just think back to last night when you were really angry and of course I got myself all worked up and she as I say took me through this tapping process and I was listening to her and tapping away and I remember thinking oh my goodness Sue Stone what are you doing now sort of thing and I just copied her with the words that she was telling me and and then we tapped through the process again and it was quite incredible because when we finished, it only took a few moments, a few minutes, she said to me, Sue, right, take yourself back to last night and, you know, when you had that situation. And it was amazing. I could not get angry. The, the, the memory of it was still there, but the charge within the emotion all that anger and upset had completely dissolved it had completely freed me of that negative emotion and I, to me it's like a mini miracle not well, quite a big miracle actually <laughs> it was incredible and i thought my god i only wish i'd known about this earlier because it was just so powerful but it still helped me so much and i think i'm not a qualified eft practitioner But I still share it a lot, but I say to people, you know, what we now have qualified EFT practitioners, master trainers that help people do it for self-help or to be an EFT practitioner. But it's the most amazing or one of many uh, really good uh, tools and therapies and techniques that people can use for your own self-help, really. But it just calms you down. It releases you from that negative emotion. And, of course, it's the negative emotions of resentment, fear, worry, doubt, bitterness, anxiety, you name them all those, that holds us back. Because however positive you are in thinking and visualising and all the rest of it, if you're hanging on to a lot of negative emotion, your life actually isn't
0: going to change. That's interesting because I was going to say, like, one, as well as, like, you know, going after things which make you happy, like if you're not addressing the things which are making you unhappy, making you anxious, making you depressed, making, you know, then all your good work, you know, as long as you, know, you got to identify those things as well. Is that correct?
1: Totally. Otherwise you just end up kind of counterbalancing it. And of course, um I had somebody who came to one of my, uh, I do these boost your life afternoons. It's just a three hours. that I keep, you know, just so we get whoever wants to come. And there was this woman that came along and she said, but I'm a transformational coach, but I spend about three or four hours a day worrying about will I ever make business work. And then I went, well, kind of cut that down to about a few minutes. I said, get a grip of that. But the rest of the day, she said, well, the rest of the day I'm positive. But I said, but the thing is, if you spend half your day negative, half your day positive, one kind of, you're sending very mixed messages out universally. You're (laughs) Conscious mind is completely confused. No wonder your life actually isn't progressing because you might do a little, you know, every time we think, every time we feel, every time we speak, something's happening at the quantum level. But if, you know, if we're one minute up there, next minute there, you know, it's, it's, it has to be a consistent, focused, with clarity, vision. Of where you want to get to, but being very present in the now as well. Mm. So there's a, there's a fine balance there between loving what is right now, with living joyfully in the present moment, but desiring what you'd like for the future, with without maybe attachment to it.
0: Is thinking is thinking alone, like in terms of like you know the affirmations, you know I'm I'm, I'm happy, I'm you know I'm positive. Is I mean is thinking alone enough, or do you have to have the action? To back it up, as in, for example, is it one thing being like, you know, giving yourself these affirmations, but does it have to, like you just said there, does it have to be congruent and consistent through like everything you say and do? And so the actions yeah. have got to be, because always there's a disconnect.
1: Totally. It, you know, number one, this has got to be a way of living. Yeah. Number two, if you really want to get results, number two, affirmations don't work if you just say, I am happy and positive. With no emotion, yeah, and you know, if you're so far from your truth, (laughs) your conscious is just. I'm so excited!
0: I just can't hide it.
1: (laughs) You know, there has to be training yourself to um, feel good now. I think that's the bottom line, and introduce new thoughts because a thought that goes over and over in our mind, obviously, eventually gets accepted as a belief. But repetition, 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 repetition. Is crucial and a lot of people actually can't be bothered with that and I think that is the difference is that a lot of humans (laughs) um, choose not to put the effort in and that's where they don't get the the success that they really would like. Um, Likewise the old way of thinking is that it's a numbers game, we've got to push, we've got to push, we've got to work hard, we've got to work hard, we've got to work hard, and action, action, action is the key. But unfortunately, what I see and I know is that too many people work hard, not smart. And there's a difference. And um they're programmed that you know, that's the way they've been brought up, that's the conditioning that they expect their parents, the people around them, whatever, is so that if we work hard, we work hard, we work hard. But also is the expression you can end up being a, a busy fool and i mean that in the nicest possible way and people work really hard and actually get nowhere um but it's about to me it's about learning to be still use your intuition tap into your subconscious the universal energies and for me, that has been the secret to my success is actually to not only do everything and work on myself, and, but to learn to be still, to listen to your intuition, because we've got all the knowledge within us. And then we can go from A to Z, rather than go from A to B to C to D to E to F to G. You know, we'll ultimately get there. But if we can actually be still and when we get a knowing or a feeling or a gut feeling, is that's when we need to take the action it's, it's very much have a vision of where you want to get to, know where you want to get to, give your life direction, have a destination in mind, but keep consistent with that and allow, but then take the steps forward as they feel right, but not thinking, well, if I go out and try everything, it's a numbers game, one of them will work because you end up just exhausting yourself. And your immune system shuts down, you lose clarity, and um, it's just... Hard, hard work it's hard work and it's it's about learning to work smart as I say That's
0: does awesome. that make sense yeah no 100 percent, 100 you know you, just, you can yeah you can be just trying absolutely everything doing a bit of this and then you just you're overwhelmed and you know you, you've worked you know all hours of the day you're exhausted but you haven't actually really achieved anything you know and actually That's having that cool. now makes total total sense
1: Duncan, I've got a great analogy of that I say to people if you imagine you had a super duper sports car Would anybody put it into first gear, put your foot flat to the floor on the accelerator and drive it around all day in first gear with your foot flat to the floor? No one would do that, would they? Because they know in no time at all the engine would burn out. Now, that's, of course, an analogy of that is when we're in beta brainwave state which is our alert state of what most people do all day they're alert but you know that's beta brainwave now if we keep going busy 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 like I used to do I think the more busy I am the more I'm going to get done and if we constantly keep going keep going keep going keep going we're so busy we we're not hearing our intuition we're rushing to get things going. And, of course, eventually we burn ourselves out. Our immune system shuts down and, and we lose focus, we lose clarity, and we literally can't see the good for the trees. But if you take the sports car and you take it out of first gear and you put it into second gear, you know the engine quietens down and the wheels gain momentum in life. And that's in, in, Well, in reality for the car, but likewise with us in life. Then we go into third gear of the car, once again, the engine quiets down, but the car gains speed. So it's the same with us. The more we can actually be in alpha brainwave, the more relaxed meditative state, being still, the more we gain momentum in life because we're being still enough to hear or to get that knowing, that hunch, that gut feel of What is right, and then when we act on that, we 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 get to where we want to get to quicker, and we're not ruining ourselves in the meantime and burning ourselves out.
0: Yeah, absolutely, that's incredible. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I can totally vouch for that. I've I've done the burnout on multiple, multiple, multiple occasions. So yeah, no, I I can totally resonate with what you just said there. And I just
1: say I've done it all badly, very well. So. I literally, just about anyone I get into contact with, I've at some level had some, you know, experience of it. So I I found I can relate to a lot of people.
0: (laughs) And now just a a couple of speed round questions to finish off. What does a fulfilled life mean to you?
1: Fulfilled life for me, it's very much about following your heart. Really follow your heart. Not what you doing what people think you should do but following your heart living your truth speaking your truth and yeah just being the best you can be in every moment is a great great way to treat people like you want to be treated and oh my god you, you can't help but feel fulfilled when you're doing that yeah
0: absolutely and what is one thing our listeners can do today that will have a massive positive effect on their lives
1: I say to everyone, the greatest investment anyone can make is to make a decision to work on yourself, work on your thinking, be the observer of yourself and highlight any negative and self-limiting thoughts you're having and realize you will get more of that. That is what's holding you back in life. So start to change that. Every time you say, I can't, I can't, life's hard, things don't work out for me, I'll never make much money doing that, stop it and start to introduce to yourself, I can do this and visualise where you want to get to, where you don't want to get to. Just literally be the observer of yourself, live consciously in awareness on a moment-by-moment basis and change your thinking. And believe me, when you think differently, you act differently and you get different results. There you go.
0: Done. Boom. <laughs> and are there any books or resources which have changed or had a big impact on you? Your book, oh. obviously. That's one of them. Oh, of course. Love Life, Live Life. Life.
1: Uh, by Sue Stone. Um, well, of course, for me is the, I brought together a lot of the understanding in it, what I consider to be a very simple, easy to read book on why and how this stuff works. And, but I've got another book ready to come out. It's, it's on its way, actually. But, um, I've read many, many, many books and, um, each have contributed their part at different stages of my evolution. But the only one book that really springs to mind, that helped me when I really was in need of help was The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy. That was, for me, the one book that whenever I was having a wobble or a little, (sighs) I would turn to the chapter on money or or love or whatever was going wrong in my life at that time and, and read it. And that was a really helpful book for me. That was my kind of crutch at the time, but that was obviously many, many years ago. But um now, I, I, there's, I've read, I think there's loads of good books, yeah. and I think it's just trust that you will be drawn to the book that is right for you in that moment, because as we grow and change, sometimes we can read a book one year and go back to it a year later and read a completely different message from it, so it depends where we're at.
0: Yeah, because you're, you're in a totally different headspace, aren't you? Like, I've, I've gone to That's some, like you said, books there. I've also been to conferences, like, a year later, gone to the same conference, and I've learned and understood like i've, just, I've completely got h- totally different things you know from the first time round, and it's the same content but i was just in a different headspace to i uh, was you 12 read months ago. Different
1: things or read different things yeah that's why i say it's it's it's. I, I feel it's very much for whoever's writing that time but uh
0: yeah awesome and i'll, I'll put that i'm gonna put all those in the show notes and last but not least how can people stay in touch find out more about you your work etc where, wow. where should we send everyone
1: um probably the best thing is through my website, SueStone.com. I'm, I these days and have been for a while well now, I'm on Facebook and Twitter, more active on Facebook really. Um, I find that a great way of keeping in touch with people and those links are on my website. And also, as you know, I set up the Sue Stone Foundation and I do a two day training for anyone that wants to be part of what I do and be part of our great collaborative team of people wanting to make a difference in the world, so that website is suestonefoundation.com
0: Amazing, I will put, like I said, I'll put all of those in the show notes and so everyone can see them and get in touch Sue, thank you so so much I've, I, I told you I'd be 25 minutes and I've stolen you for a few extra minutes I apologise, but <laughs> <We> can...
1: <laughs> Thank you Duncan, lovely to chat with you Really
0: lovely to talk to you and um, we'll catch up soon Thank you so much, I really appreciate it
1: See you